Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tinks. Happy Monday. How are we all doing? Hope you're doing well. We are so- we're through a solid chunk. God, January is a long month. I hope whatever resolutions you have or don't have are going well. Hope everyone is feeling really in their bodies, really connected to their minds and feeling peaceful. I have an interesting episode for you today. I've been wanting to do sort of a high-level overview of my dating philosophy, my thoughts on it, because I know we have so many new friends. And something really piqued my interest. I don't know if you'd call it interest, uh, could say that it uh, threw me into a blind rage on Friday morning. So essentially, one of my followers, one of you lovely, lovely people was pushed an ad on Instagram from something called the Headway app, which I understand to be some sort of a personal growth app. And in in the square, the picture was this book and it said, never chase men again. 38 dating secrets to get the guy, keep him interested and prevent dead end, dead end relationships. And my follower rightly sent it to me and said, uh, what the fuck is this? Because she knew how it would make me feel. And this really reminded me of the how I grew up and how a lot of millennial women grew up the kind of dating philosophy that we were pushed and by pushed I mean force-fed since essentially the day we were born so I thought I would take this opportunity to dig into why I think titles like that are so harmful and outdated 
um, why I think it's not just a silly headline. It's actually far deeper and far more damaging than people think when I'm talking about headlines like that or like in an article um, and then offer an alternative because I hate when people complain about things and don't offer an alternative and I'm glad like I'm glad that I saw this because I it's giving me an opportunity to really explain why I feel the way I do why I give the advice that I do why I feel so passionately about sharing my stories of dating, you know, throughout my dating life, because I really want to change women's minds. I really, really want to change how women feel about dating because I, not to sound dramatic, I think that dating in the Western world for women is a key oppressor. Okay. It's a key way that women are kept distracted and upset and not focused on themselves, their careers, other important things that they could be focusing on. I don't care what you want to focus on. I just don't want you to spend your life worrying if some loser that you don't even like is going to text you back. And that's like just the short of it. So, okay, let's begin. Why, why did this make me so angry? So ne- let's, let's dig in. Never chase men again. Okay, they should have just stopped after Never Chase Men. Like, that would have been a book that I would be interested to read. Um, 38 Dating Secrets. Why 38? To Get the Guy. Get the Guy reminds me of, like, 2002. Okay? Get the Guy reminds me of, like, some magazine that I would read when I was, like, 14. And it would be, like, 21 ways to blow him, to make him want you to be his girlfriend or like 59 things you can do so that he imagines you as his wife. Okay. It reminds me of that book, The Rules. I'm sure you guys have all heard of that book from the 80s, like all the things you have to do. And by the way, I'm not discrediting the rules entirely. There is shreds of truth in it. But for me, it's all very symptomatic of uh, that era of dating, language, culture, things that were pressed to women, okay? And prevent dead-end relationships. Now, you'll notice, there, there. I mean, I could literally write a dissertation on how these three sentences have, have spun me into a tailspin. Is that the right way to say it? Um, but you'll notice that at the highest level, this is verbiage that preys on fear, Right? It's basically saying the undertones, the undertext is if you don't change the way you are and if you don't do these things, you won't get a boyfriend and you won't be happy. That's what it's saying. And if you think that I'm being dramatic, then you've got to take a closer look at the subliminal messaging in all of that kind of 2000s uh, dating lore. Okay. It, like it's all placing the onus on the women. It's all how you should change yourself so that you can get a boyfriend because you need to have a boyfriend to be happy. It, it's really reinforcing the idea that we have to change ourselves to get men. What they're really saying is change yourself or you won't be happy. It just bothers me so much. And what's at the foundation of all of this bullshit? Scarcity mindset fear. Okay. It's basically saying, Ooh, it's a game of musical chairs. And if you don't change yourself and if you don't blow him in this way, and if you don't wear this thing and do that, then you're going to be left alone. That's what it's saying. 
And it's just like, it's unbelievable that we're still pushing out this awful narrative. And we're pushing it out to women everywhere and and young. Like for my millennial sisters out there, like this was all we grew up with. You think about when I was doing the rom-com rewind, think about all of that, all of the movies we grew up on and I love them. And so I'm torn on that, on that instinct, but think about the cosmos that we used to read. Like it was all how to change yourself to get the guy, whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, like how to talk about your job so that it's not threatening, how to wear a skirt so that, you know, it looks like a wedding dress, like all of that shit. And if you think I'm being hyperbolic, go take a look at those old magazines. And I'm not necessarily blaming a single party. I'm just saying it's a well-oiled machine because you know what? Fear sells. Fear sells. I'm sure this stupid ebook or whatever the fuck it is is going to be a bestseller because women are going to see that and think, oh my God, if I don't do these 38 things, I'm going to die alone. That's what scares me is that it's literally preying on fear and, and reinforcing scarcity mindset. It's a way to keep women down. It's a way to keep them afraid. Because you know what? If you're spending your day doing the 38 things on this list, I mean, I honestly, at this point, should I just buy it and see how ridiculous it is? I don't even want to give them the money. But like, if anyone has accidentally bought it, please write to me and tell me what the 38 things are because I'm sure I could do, I could literally make a movie about all the things wrong with it. But like, do you see that if you're sitting at your desk and you should be working on like a presentation that you know, would help get you a promotion, but instead you're thinking about the 38 things you have to do for Todd from Hinge to Todd from Hinge so that he can become your husband. Like, do you see how it's just like adding more shit to women's plates? Okay. So enough about the negative. I think we get it. I think we understand why it's so upsetting, why it's so detrimental to women's self-esteem and why it really distracts from the important things in life. Now, I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear here. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about dating with your friends. I'm not saying that you shouldn't read books about men and women and relationships and do self-work and think about, you know, what your attachment style is. That's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, my entire job is talking about dating. I could talk about boys forever. That's like my, my, like, I love that. Like I love sitting around lunch, you know, going over, tell me about the date. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't have to change yourself to get a boyfriend. I also just want to point out at this point, like I'm speaking from about cis het relationships. My experience, I'm a cis hetero woman and I date cis hetero men. So again, I'm not speaking universally. I'm talking about this experience. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. 
The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog new audible members can try audible now for free for 30 days visit audible.com slash tanks or text tanks to 500 500 that's audible.com slash tanks or text tanks to 500 500 to try Audible free for 30 days. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Here's the thing. You don't have to change yourself to get a boyfriend. You don't have to do 38 things on a fucking stupid list to get a boyfriend. And most importantly, you don't have to have a boyfriend to be happy. I adore my boyfriend. He's brought a lot of joy to myself. I hope to have a long-term partner. You know, I, I really do. I love being in love. I love men. But you, 
it doesn't, that's not what I hinge my happiness on. And that's really at the crux of all of my advice and all of my philosophies that I want you guys to understand. Let me put it to you another way. Do you think that anybody has ever manipulated someone into being the love of their life? Like really, really let that soak in. Do you think that anybody has ever finagled getting the love of their life? Like, you know, putting up Instagram stories on private stories, doing weird 38 things on a list, like, you know, wearing certain things that magazines tell them. Like, do you think that that's ever worked? Because let me tell you what that results in. That results in settling. That results in Fleischman is in trouble vibes, waking up when you're 45 and being like, wow, my partner literally doesn't understand me at all. And I just married them because I, I felt like I needed to do it at the time. It results in just bad relationships that make people unhappy. It results in women not being supported in their careers or feeling like they're not supported as mothers. Like Cheryl Sandberg says, the most important professional decision that women will make is who their partner is. Because here's the thing, the odds are stacked against us. So you need to find someone who's going to support you. You can love men and love sex and love being in love and love talking about dating, but not wake up every day wondering if he's going to text you back or if you're going to get a boyfriend today. Like, do you see that there's a difference? I I really want to make that nuanced difference clear. Because I think sometimes people think, well, it's one or the other. And it's like, no, you can literally love it all and be excited if you're not in a relationship. Like you can be excited to find a boyfriend, but not be waiting to be happy for that moment. You can enjoy dating without trying to manipulate the situation and going crazy and like always looking at your phone. And again, the reason why I give the advice I do and really the the message at the core of all of the advice I give is like, don't seek validation. Like that's really where the problems come in. It's like when you're seeking validation from a relationship or from men in general, and it's complicated, right? Because like, obviously we want to be wanted by the other sex. Obviously we all crave being in love, but there's a fine line between, I really can't wait to be in love and I'm not going to be happy until I'm in love, or I'm not going to be a legitimate person until I'm engaged and I have my wedding on Instagram. I'm really not saying that, you know, you can't want love at all. Love is the best. But here's the, here's the real kicker. If you focus on yourself and if you are, have good self-esteem, you are going to find a love that is even greater than anything you've ever imagined. And I'm dead serious about that. That's what they don't want you to know. Fuck 38 things to do to trap a man. The only thing you need to know is that if you water your own garden first, you will be blown away by the love that comes to you. You really, really will be, you guys. And I wish that I had known that earlier because I spent my entire 20s like seeking male validation and chasing guys who literally didn't like me and I didn't like them. Because I thought that I was only going to be happy if I had a boyfriend. Because I thought that I was only cool if I had a boyfriend. Because I, because I thought I needed to get married before the time I was 29. It's not true. It's really not true. Here's a mantra for you. Water seeks its own level. 
right? So if you're vibrating on a low vibration and you're like, I just need to get a boyfriend. I just need to get a boyfriend. I need to get a boyfriend. I need a boyfriend. You're going to meet someone or pull someone in whose energy is on that level. Doesn't know their own worth. Kind of desperate. It's not coming from a good place. But if you are like, okay, I'm excited for when love finds me, but here's what else I have going on. I love my job. I love my friends. I am excited for this trip coming up. I have a pet that makes me happy. I love my hobby that I do. I love rewatching old movies, whatever it is. It's like, it's insane. It's, that's the real secret. Not 38 things to do to trap a man. You don't have to change yourself to get a boyfriend. And there is enough to go around, okay? There is frankly too many cis het men out there in the world. Don't feel like because all your friends got a boyfriend, there's less boyfriends out there for you. Don't be absurd. I promise you there is men aplenty. It gets me so riled up because it really, this type of verbiage just is so damaging to women. Like it's so damaging, especially to young women who are starting out in their careers. And then they're on Instagram and it's like as if we don't have enough shit to deal with on Instagram, seeing photoshopped Facetune bullshit, people lying about what they eat, people lying about their relationships. And then you see 38 things to do to catch a man. Like, no, that's not what you should be thinking about. Think about literally anything else but that. Think about what toppings on your Froyo you're going to get tonight. Make a list of the best manicures you've ever had. I don't care. Read a book. Do literally anything. Stare into space. But don't think that there's 38 finite things you can do to keep him interested. Keep him interested? Like, that, that is literally what they said. Keep him interested. Like, women are not QVC. We're not trying to get him to not turn off the channel. You are a fucking living, breathing human being, and you are the main character of your life. You're not put on earth to seek male validation. You are not put on earth to just get a boyfriend so that you feel okay in society. Trust me. And when you can truly, truly internalize this, I swear to God, the weight lifted off your shoulders will feel like you've, you've been wearing a backpack full of rocks and someone just took it off. Wow. Okay. I got so heated, you guys. But I think it's important. Again, there's so many new people and I really like to explain where a lot of my philosophy comes from. I feel like you understand me a lot more if you know how I feel. And again, I've said it like four times, like we get it, Tinks, like you're so repetitive. Shut the fuck up. By the way, that's like my thing when I'm drunk. It's so annoying. If you think I'm repetitive now, oh my God, when I'm drunk, I will say something 10 times. I will literally say a speech and then like take everyone one by one and be like, so I just want to persuade you again why we should go to this bar. And everyone's like, we get it. Um, All this to say, we can still have fun. We can still talk about ghosting and funerals and and date spots and you know what's fun and all that shit but it's like it it has to come from like a fountain of self-esteem it has to come from the idea that you're the prize you're the prize like you are amazing love will come boyfriends will come good sex will come you don't have to chase it if anything I you know how I feel if anything 
it I feel like it's natural for men to be the ones who do the chasing. I do feel that way. Like I really, really think that. So yeah, I I gotta I gotta say that uh just again, no one ever manipulated someone into being the love of the love of their life. I literally think I popped an eye, uh, a blood vessel in my eye doing that. Whew, got to calm down. I was with, I was chatting with my best girlfriends from home, um, and because I was really, really homesick. I just been so homesick. I'm just honestly just having a tough time with um, Los Angeles right now. But my best friend Camilla has a new mantra for us. It's amazing. Okay, are you ready for this? I used to end on a mantra. I I don't know where that went, but anyway, I've got a really really good one for you today. Ready? Speak from the scar, not from the wound. I, when I tell you, I nearly fell off the treadmill when she told me that one. Absolutely fucking love it. Meaning, speak from the lesson, speak from a place of being healed, not from the place of hurt. And you can take that as metaphorically as you would like, right? So, you know, I think a lot of the time in dating we talk about like, oh, well, you know, this happened to me or like, you know, I got cheated on or there was this problem in the relationship. And so I think it's actually very uh, pertinent to that where it's like, speak from the scar, not from the wound. Don't speak from the place of he cheated on me. Speak from the place of, okay, what did that teach me? How did I feel after? What did I learn about myself? Or you could even use it as like, you know, if something, God forbid, bad happened or, you know, you had a a bad experience with a friend or something, speak from the scar, not from the wound. I really love it. It immediately went on my words to live by list. So I'm obsessed and I hope you guys are too. I am going to Boston um, on Thursday. I can't wait. We're going to do a rich mom walk on Friday morning. I don't have a place yet. Um, I'm worried that it's going to be absolutely freezing and everyone will be like, Tinks, why did you pick outside in Boston? But what what else can I do? Rent a, a meeting hall? You know, I don't know. Like, where, where what else can we do? Uh, but also, I feel like Bostonians are tough. They're like not little sissies about the cold. And I feel like you guys have coats like none other. So you know what? We'll do it. If if a few people come, I would love to meet you. If you have a good suggestion of where to do a rich mom walk in Cambridge, please DM me. I'm so excited. It'll, I'll, I'll try to make it early so that people can stop by before work. Um, I'm only coming for one night. So unfortunately, that's the only time available. I I really want to go to this place, Tate, for coffee. That's what everyone is saying is really good for um, breakfast and coffee and that kind of thing. And then I got a couple of dinner recommendations from uh, my best friend, Casey, who went to Harvard Business School. So she is going to, uh, yeah, they look very good. Um, I love movies about Boston. Very weird niche, but I love movies set in Boston. Like, I love the town. I love Goodwill Hunting. Honestly, anything with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck um, set in Boston really does it for me. The Departed, The Departed. I'm sorry, I won't, I'll never do a Boston accent again. Um, I will see you guys on Wednesday. I hope that you felt empowered. If you have any questions about this episode, My Dating Philosophy, how you can activate that sense of self-worth, please call, write, 
send a carrier pigeon. I'd love to chat it out. Just please don't buy 38 reasons, uh, 38 ways to keep him interested. We're not in 1950, and thank God for that. I love you guys. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.